Welcome to Reality Speaks. I'm your host, Jake Norton, and this is the podcast where we talk, we discuss, we ask questions, we answer questions. Questions such as, what's really going on in the world? What does the Bible really say? And how are we as Christians supposed to live in this modern world? So, I started the past few podcast episodes with song lyrics instead of using that usual old spill because we were having a series on love, on romance. It was February. February's over. And now, we are here to talk about Bruno. (laughs) There is a current Disney movie that's out that's kind of popular right now. If you've been on the internet at all, you've probably heard the, the words, We don't talk about Bruno, no, 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 we don't talk about Bruno, but... Yeah, anyway, that's what we're here to talk about today. We're here to, for the very first time, say the words, The following episode contains spoilers. I was scrolling through the YouTubes, And something about this new Disney movie caught my attention. And and people's response to the struggles of this fictional Madrigal family. And we're going to talk about it today on this episode of Reality Speaks. So without further ado, it's time to talk about Bruno. Yeah, there's a whole lot to say about Bruno. Okay, moving on. Let's get into this episode. So in the introduction to this podcast, we always say, we are here to answer questions, ask questions about what's really going on in the world, what the Bible really says, and what we as Christians should be doing about it. And if you've been on the internet sometime within the past... Uh, how how long has this been now since the moment that I'm thinking of? How long has, has this it been? Only like less than two weeks. No, no. I know. I I know the event that I'm speaking of happened sometime before we went into quarantine in January. So somewhere within the last three months or so. It just sounds so dramatic. Oh, you're talking about Encanto. I thought you were talking about Putin invading Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was that. That's so what serious. I was thinking you were talking about. I was like, yeah. No, I no. When Encanto came out. Yeah, so we. I'm talking about if you've been on the internet within the past three months, you've heard the song. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, we're not going that heavy yet, people. Yeah, you should. We'll save that for next week. You shouldn't make Encanto as serious. Uh, <laughs> as he was joking. You're the one who brought up war. Yeah, I was <laughs> I not. That was okay, yo, real talk, people. Um, real talk, people. We're talking about Grandma, not Vladimir Putin. <laughs> we're talking about the issues that some peaks folks have with a Colombian grandmother. We are not talking about a uh, a. We're talking about a fictional Colombian grandmother and her children and grandchildren today. So, yeah. Thank you. Now that we're on that topic, we are talking about. Uh, Basically, if you've been on the internet within the past three months, you've probably heard a song that many people are starting to compare to Let It Go in some senses. It's just slightly catchier, according to some people. 
That's not the only controversial topic to come out of the movie, though. <laughs> uh, so, spoiler warning. Which I feel like... I, I kind of feel cool actually saying that on an online video. So many YouTubers I watch say spoiler warning for recent movies. So, hey guys, um, here's the top... Here's the two controversial things that are going to come out of this episode. I don't know what your opinions are on television, but we're talking about television today. And uh, on the deeper, more serious, I'm actually telling the truth note. What is your opinions on forgiveness? Okay, spoilers from this point forward. <laughs> so, the catchiest song of the movie that's been going everywhere goes, We Don't Talk About... Yeah, the one everybody knows is not surface pressure. If you've never seen the movie, I will let you continue until you decide to be done. I'm not going to be able to think if you don't. If you. <laughs> yeah, so the catchy song that even the people who don't know the movie know is... We don't talk about Bruno. And the reason why is, uh, if you keep on hearing the song, apparently a misunderstood, or understood entirely, as far as we know at this point in the movie, prophecy si says that everyone's lives are going to be ruined. Or at the very least, someone's wedding day gets ruined. Yeah, so... Basically... Bruno, the premise of our movie is that years ago, in a moment of extreme something, I don't know how, to, how we describe it, grief, sadness, fear, sheer hope and will, magic brings powers into this encanto, this enchanted area surrounded by mountains, and the family receives superpowers, basically. Cool. Yeah, and as we continue, we find out that they have become the benevolent protectors of these people, making their lives e easier through feats of healing, feats of on the mountains, on the churches, super strength, etc., etc. And one of the children, one of the original three triplets that this mother that the matriarch of the family had was able to see the into the future and his prophecies brought more fear than anything else so he went into hiding and this leads to the main area of the movie one of his prophecies says that destruction was coming and he went into hiding no one knows where he went and they do not speak of him anymore but we get to the end of the movie and it turns out that actually he's still alive. He never actually left. And it was all a huge misunderstanding. And everyone really was all stressed out. All because more than anything else, the grandma put too, many pro too much pressure on everyone. And we come to this, this key point. A lot of people 
are upset that just because she said sorry, it shouldn't have been enough for her to just say a simple sorry and everyone go on like everything's totally normal. Why is it that people were willing to forgive this woman after all the stress she put them all through all over and put so much pressure on everyone to be absolutely perfect and force them to live the life that she thought they needed to live more so than anything else? And then we end up hearing that really the whole reason was just because she wanted to make sure they didn't lose anything ever again, just like she did when, way back when her husband died and she decided to... Well, the reason they forgave her so easily is the same reason that they were so quick to cast Bruno out. Because of who she was. She was the boss. Okay, I need you to clarify that a little bit. What what you mean? She's the boss. She told them to shun Bruno, so they shunned Bruno. And she asked for forgiveness, so they forgave her. They forgave her because she's the boss? Well, not just because she's the boss, but because they know how much she sacrificed for the family. And they know that she is the person that... So you're saying because of... And they love her and respect her, so they do what she tells them to do. I think it might be a little deeper than that, but yeah. Nope. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit today about this. We're going to try and draw this out and not just look at this from the perspective of just what the movie tells us. I, I want to, and on top of that, why is it that they just welcome in their brother so immediately after he just apologizes? All he does is apologize. Not, not everyone's upset over this one. They forgave Bruno just as quickly as they forgave the grandmother. I think they were never really mad at him. Uh, Peppa sounded pretty mad at him during her song as she says, We don't talk of him. Yeah, but Peppa's always mad. But she quickly forgives him. After he says a simple... Look, I wasn't wasn't actually saying that... Oh, about your wedding. I didn't mean to be upsetting. Yeah, sorry about your wedding. I didn't mean to be upsetting. I, I, it wasn't a prophecy. I could just see you were sweating. <laughs> and goes on and says, uh, yo, hey, just, just let it go. Let it free. Let it fly. Let it flow. Yeah, that, I, I'm saying this entirely wrong. But yeah, this is what's going on in the movie. We have this final scene where everything wraps up with forgiveness and love and letting people in and saying, okay, let's let the pressure off. There's no need for us to be absolutely perfect. And we're just going to live our lives. Now, YouTube, however, says, yo, grandma should have suffered way more. She put them through through way too much stress her whole life. And you shouldn't just forgive her so easily. Because they aren't Christians. Okay. But the people in the movie, as far as we know... We don't know one way or the other if the people in the movie are Christians. I'm talking about the people on YouTube. I know. But, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm going today, is we've got a huge trend, even among Christians in our modern day and age, 
uh, people who are just not exactly ready to forgive, simply. They're not just simply ready to forgive. And why is it that people these days, or people at all times really, why is it that people don't want to forgive people? Because it sucks. Okay. (laughs) If someone's not sorry, you don't ever want to forgive them. You just do it because you're supposed to. And you know that that's what Jesus would do. Well, Peter asked it this way. He said, How many times shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Twelve. Thirteen, you get to punch him in the face. He says, Peter was less generous than you. He said seven, right? I think so. He said, Lord, uh, should I forgive him seven times? And the Lord said, "I I tell you no, not seven times, but seventy times seven times. So... Was Jesus actually serious? So, like, once we get to, like, however many times? 490. 490? Yeah, that's 490, 70 times 7. Well, that's actually not that much. I guarantee you there's some people in my life who have done more than 490 things to me, so I don't have to forgive them anymore. Yeah, okay. Obviously, that's not what... There's another, uh, if you read a different translation of the Bible, it actually says 77 times. Well, that's the point where you're supposed to cut them out of your life. (laughs) Once they sin against you 490 times, you forgive them from afar. In a day. (laughs) Yeah, uh, okay, so... Oh, it's a day, isn't it? 490 times a day. Within a day, yeah. Yeah, so never mind. (laughs) And he said at midnight, you reset the clock. Yeah, uh, clearly that's not what Jesus means. Jesus does not mean uh, if someone... Uh, or maybe he does. If somebody is really mean to, is mean to you 491 times in a single day, you probably need to distance yourself from them. Because that's a little bit insane. That's a lot of mean from one person. So, Jesus, of course, means... And let's move past the numbers game. Because this is, of course, hyperbole. Meaning, just don't stop forgiving people. Hyperbole means don't stop forgiving people. Hyperbole means I'm using a big word in order to... I'm using a really big, ridiculous number in order to convey a principle. Uh, Yeah, I know you were. I know you were. But, yeah, Jesus is, of course, using hyperbole uh, to say, yo, just don't quit forgiving people ever. So, when I think of this, just don't stop forgiving people, there is something that I... think of
and it kind of relates in a loose way. I'm here come the spoilers for the book of Genesis. <laughs> uh, so not there yet. <laughs> yeah, so if you've been in your Bible reading plan at this point, you've been done with Genesis for a while if you've kept up even through the first month. <laughs> uh, so, in the book of Genesis, somewhere within the last end of the chapters, we, we run into a family with a grand matri a patriarch, not matriarch, and can't don't mess me up, uh, by the name of Abraham. Abraham has two boys, Ishmael and Isaac. The family line continues through Isaac. Isaac's wife, Rebecca, becomes pregnant with twins, Esau and Jacob. Jacob becomes the head of the family. And then Jacob has 12 sons. And the family line continues there. And then we get to this boy named Joseph. And Joseph causes issues with his brothers because he has prophetic dreams. And at one they say that Joseph could see the future, but one day he disappeared. That's the first song. <laughs> we don't talk about Joseph. That's what the family started saying. All except for the mourning patriarch of the family. <laughs> Yes, so I, I'm re relating this, and it's kind of loose, but yeah, Joseph gets kicked out of the family, shunned from the family, because the family does not understand the visions that he has from God. And in the meantime, Joseph gets kicked off out of the family. He runs off, well, not runs off, he is dragged off to Egypt. He becomes a slave for years upon years um roughly somewhere around 13 14 years um a little over yeah somewhere around 13 years or so he ends up being a slave in a foreign land he works his way to the top of the ranks and he is faced one day returned with the visions that he once had as his brothers come to him for help in time of famine because the entire family line is falling apart without Joseph around. Well, not without Joseph around, but with the fact that the world is in a famine. But yeah, the, the family is falling apart. There was issues. Uh, Judah went off and had some horrible mess go on in his life. But Joseph ends up saving the family, and after... The patriarch of the family, Jacob, dies. The brothers all come to him and say, Hey, uh, bro, can you please forgive us for all this mess we put you through? <coughs> now, Joseph has all the power in the world to say no. In fact, I could throw all you boys in prison for life if I wanted. I'm second in command in this country. And it took you guys until after dad was dead to even talk to me about this. He wasn't dead. Yeah, he was dead. 
They don't come and ask for forgiveness until I dad is dead. I you meant when they first met. No, not when they all figured out that it was fine again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I skipped over a huge portion of the story to the point where dad is dead and they finally ask for forgiveness. This is after their dad is dead. This is after he's already poured up. He's already blessed them all after his death and said, hey... It's great to have us all back together again. The family's reunited. We're all living in peace and prosperity in Egypt. Which doesn't last, obviously, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> They're living a life of peace and prosperity in Egypt. And Joseph is at the top of the food chain other than Pharaoh himself. He could kick him to the curb, but he doesn't. What's his reason why? It's not because he loves his brother so much. He tells, he tells us the reason why. He said, because what you meant for evil, God meant for good, as it is to this day. What you meant for evil, God meant for good. To save much people alive as it is in this day. You meant for evil, God meant for good. So we've got this principle that goes on. We don't forgive people because of us. We don't forgive people because of us. Or we don't forgive people because of them. We don't forgive people because of our personal feelings. We gotta forgive people because of God. Because, and why is it that we can forgive people because of God? Joseph said it's because God's plan is way better than our plan. No matter what people do to us, God can still let his plans take place. Kind of reminds me of another line in Encanto. Encanto. Uh... When Grandma and Mirabelle are talking at the end of the movie when they're hashing it all out and she said, I got so caught up in trying to take care of this that I forgot what this miracle was all about. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I'm taking this somewhat out of context because she's talking about her family. But our miracle the miracle that we call salvation the miracle that we call our life that god has given us it's not when we have issues forgiving people it's because we have forgotten what this is all about it's not about us it's all about jesus and to continue our next spoiler section of the video podcast, whichever format you're listening to us on. Um, the next spoiler section is this. There was this other guy who was uh, rejected because people didn't like his sayings that he went talking around about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and all the Pharisees were busy saying, we don't talk about Jesus. <laughs> we don't talk about Jesus. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm having too much fun with this. <coughs> but it was the Sabbath day. <laughs> we were getting ready, and there wasn't a worker in the field. Then the disciples walk in. <laughs> With a man. 
the cracks. <laughs> no, you can still say thunder because he's going to trouble the water. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll just go through any of the miracles of Jesus, honestly. Uh, it was the fourth day. We were all mourning and Lazarus was in the tomb. <laughs> And Jesus walks in with him. Oh, it's better though because you said Sabbath day. Yeah, I said Sabbath, Sabbath day. day. Yeah, I know. And then you I say know. thunder. It could be the angel troubling the waters. But the waters didn't tr- then, get troubled in the, on this particular day because Jesus just walked straight in. And he said, will you be healed? And boom, the man got up and walked. Uh, the thunder example is when people claimed it just thundered when God really said that he would confirm his word. The, the others just say, oh, it was just a random thunder when Jesus got baptized. When God boomed down from the heavens and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. I don't know why God talks like James Earl Jones, but he does in my head. We got two, two viewers at the moment. <laughs> We're going on. Uh, Maybe yeah. they are. Um, I think so. Who do you think they are? Uh, I've got two names on my screen here. Oh, now we're down to one viewer. It might be me. <laughs> oh, my you. Oh, never mind. Why are you? Because you were sleeping. No, was it? <laughs> yes, you were. Okay, we are way off topic now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Jesus is going along he's doing his thing the pharisees are talking bad about him his brothers don't believe him a lot of the disciples end up believing him except for the core 12 and then when the when he finally uh ends up at the end of his ministry he's down to one (laughs) he's down to one and his mom is still there (laughs) and uh i think maybe a couple other ladies he's down to all the ladies and john (laughs) At the cross. But, yeah. So, all the disciples flee from Jesus. And when we come to this, the Pharisees all get mad. They pin Jesus up on the cross. And as he's up there on the cross, we come to this key critical thing that Jesus says. In one of his many final sayings on the cross, he he looks across the crowd of the people that all chanted crucify him, of all, all the people that have pinned him there, all except for like those people right at his feet, his faithful followers. He's got John and his mom, and he tells John to go home, take care of his mom, and take care of her like she's your own mom. But as he looks at the rest of the crowd, he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So yeah, Jesus taught this forgiveness thing through his whole life. Yeah, there's what I said earlier about 70 times, 7 times forgive people. But Jesus actually exemplified this when he said, don't even think of my crucifixion as something that someone could go to hell for. If someone had never sinned again, other than the moment that they get put Jesus on the cross, that sin wasn't going to be mentioned on Judgment Day. No one who crucified Jesus, if they went to hell, went to hell because of that. 
that's something that's just kind of crazy to think about. Very nice. I didn't know that was in the Bible. I've never heard that before. You you didn't know Father forgive them. They don't know what they do is in the Bible. Well, yeah, I knew that, but I don't know if that's what that. I didn't think about it meaning that. Yeah, that's what it means. You couldn't go to hell for that. Now you could commit all the other sins in the world and never get filled with the Holy Ghost, and that's a whole other issue in and of itself. You were saying that it said in the Bible somewhere that it. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention. Yeah. Because I thought that you said that. No one who crucified Jesus went to hell. No, I thought I heard you say like I don't. I still think I heard you say that. It was because it had to be done, and that's why. Well, yeah, it had to be done, and that's why he. That probably but is why he said, "Forgive them, the for they Bible. know what they, but know not but what they do." That's not actually in the Bible. Yeah, I just it had to be. It did have to be done. That's an absolute truth. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, if this doesn't yeah, happen, yeah, yeah. we don't get forgiven, because yeah. this is the price that's being paid is his death, but. An interesting thing about this is there is someone who followed this example to its logical conclusion if you go to the book of Acts. And that is Stephen. Stephen was one of the early apostles, or one of the early disciples in the early church. When the church had first started, he was one of the original deacons of the church. And he got hit with more than one rock. <laughs> he got hit with at least one rock. <laughs> and if it was just one rock, that was a heavy rock. That was one rock. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> we should not be laughing about this. I didn't laugh. You did. You're the one that made me laugh. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Stephen. Uh... All the people got mad at him because he followed Jesus and they didn't like Jesus. They said, we don't talk about Jesus around here. We're still continuing that thread. We do. They don't. (laughs) But. Anyway. But it was the first day of the week. And they were getting ready. There wasn't any clouds in the sky, but. An angel walked in with a mischievous grin. Thunder. Thunder. And all the... And all the... (laughs) Oh, Lord. And all the keepers of the tomb, they shook and became as dead men. The stone rolled away. Nice. Jesus walked out of the tomb. Jesus walked out... (laughs) <laughs> oh man okay this is a mess <laughs> this is a mess we're supposed to be talking about Stephen you're distracting <laughs> okay oh man I'm having fun and this episode is a total garbage mess right now but anyway yeah so Stephen followed this example of Jesus to its logical conclusion because even though he was being judged even though he was Sentenced to die. As he was dying, he looked and he could see Jesus in the clouds. He knew that he was coming to the end of his life. He knew he was going to die. And he said, 
Hold not this sin against them. He forgave them the same way that Jesus did in the same circumstances. And this example was what made Paul become a Christian. The man who saw this example before him. So, why is it that where you forgive, it's not for us, it's for God? It's even found in the Lord's Prayer. Jesus says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Jesus says, if you don't forgive, then you won't be forgiven. If you don't forgive, then you won't be forgiven. That's a heavy statement. It's a really heavy statement that we don't think about. Because there's so many people these days absolutely so dead set against forgiving people. But here's the thing. We, as humans, all mess up. Joseph did stupid stuff that needed forgiving, too. Stephen did stuff that needed forgiving. The only one in our story so far who didn't have something that needed forgiving was Jesus. If you think about our movie source, everyone in the story does something wrong. I think maybe except for Antonio. Every story does something wrong. I know, but we're talking about our source story. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, so everyone in this entire story does something wrong. When Antonio tells the tiger not to eat the rat. Oh, okay, yeah. Don't eat that. Don't eat that, yeah. So everyone in this entire story does something wrong against somebody. They <laughs> tell a lie. They have a misunderstanding. They're prideful jerks. They... Just hold resentment and they refuse to listen. And guess what? They're humans. Everyone needs forgiving at some point. And that's another simple reason for why we need to forgive people. Because the time's going to come when you're going to need it. We need, we all need, Toby Max says, we all need forgiveness. Forgiveness. Because we all make mistakes sometimes. And we all step across that line. But nothing sweeter than the day we find. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Hanging over here. I'm like, no. I ain't going over for Seattle. Yeah. Exactly why I didn't want to go any further than that. Yo. Yes, we all need forgiveness at some point in our lives. That's why Jesus made it a principle in the word of God. That's why it's so important. And that's why, because we all know someone who has wronged us at some point. And if you don't yet, don't worry, you will at some point. No one's ever wronged me. 
No one. No one at all. No one. No one in the, on this couch has ever wronged you, Lee. No. No one on this couch has ever wronged you at all. Not me, anyway. No? Okay. Not Jason either. No, not at all. Where's who? He's over there. He's, he's not on the couch. Me. He's not on the couch. He's wronged me. <laughs> Did you forgive the dog? No. You need to forgive him, Texas. He's a dog. You need to forgive him. He needs to get forgiveness. Dogs go to heaven. <laughs> well, if they go to heaven, then I don't have to forgive them because I ain't keeping them from hell. <laughs> what? That's what? Well, well, yes, but will it keep you? Yeah. Will it dog. keep you? <laughs> Show me in the Bible where it says you don't have to forgive dogs. Show me where you do. I can show you where someone in the Bible needed to forgive their pet. You can? Yes, his name was Balaam. Oh, and he yeah. almost killed that donkey. Balaam's a donkey. Yeah. That donkey got its own episode of Wicked or Wise. It counts. You know what? <laughs> it never says that anything like was talking through the donkey. It just says that the donkey was talking. Yeah, it also says nothing was talking through a snake. Exactly. It also, it never says the snake was the devil. See, snakes are just bad. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't got to forgive snakes, but you do have to forgive donkeys. Yes. Does that mean animals can just talk? Yes, it means that they, they have souls and they're going to heaven. Unless they're snakes. Yeah, snakes are going to heaven. Or the- or Tuesday. Good dog. Tuesday's a good cat. You're just mean to him. Who's not going to heaven for getting mud and arsenal? It's not his fault. He didn't know. Look, we all make mistakes sometimes. And we all step across that line. Hooter, nothing sweeter than the day we find forgiveness. <laughs> Okay, this is, <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's the core point today. In the end, we all need forgiveness. We all should give forgiveness. And forgiveness isn't about us. Oh, it's about God. And <laughs> Hooter is giving you a little show here. <laughs> Thank you for coming on camera, buddy. It's mostly the but. <laughs> Come on, puppy. Come on. Come on, puppy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, anyway. That's 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 the core message of today. We need to forgive people. And, yes, it's incredibly hard. And I'm going to come to one more point about our movie source. Movies fast-track things sometimes. And it does take a process. To get over something that was going on for years. Even the Bible fast tracks things a lot. So here's the thing about the story of Joseph. We cut to like 13 years. We cover like a lot of years of history of Joseph's life. Joseph dies at an old age. Joseph's dad dies when Joseph has and his family have been living in Egypt a while. How long do you think it took Joseph to come to that point where he said, I forgive you? Or he forgave them inside his heart even before they asked? 
Because when they first showed up, I don't think he was there. No, of course not. When they first showed up, he threw them in jail. Yeah, just for fun. He threw them in jail for laughs. Yeah. <laughs> he threw them in jail to give, just torture him a little bit. Because he was being a sadistic little brother who went through a lot of crap in his life. I wouldn't call it sadistic. Well, not sadistic, but he was getting some revenge. He was testing them. He was saying, do you deserve... That's why he threw Muddy Paws on, help. on the car because... But yeah, he, he was saying, you know what? I'm going to see. I'm just going to see if you have changed. And he puts them through multiple tests. They come back. They have their little brother with them. And he says, I want to see if you have learned how to treat your brother. So yeah, he got proof before anything else. He got proof that they had changed. Was Joseph perfect? I don't think so. Um, only God is perfect enough to forgive you without immediately seeing proof of your change. But we are supposed to be like Jesus, not like Joseph. Jesus says, uh, God says, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. God's going to repay them. It's not our job to think about it. But that doesn't mean, I'm going to point out what you said earlier. If someone does something wrong to you 490 times in one day, you may want to get some space between you and them. <laughs> but you still have to forgive them. But you do still have to forgive them. You don't have to hold, you need to not hold anything against them. But you don't have to lend them 20 bucks. Or you don't more. need to lend anybody money ever according to the Bible. Yeah, it, it says make it a gift. But yeah, you don't need to have them be the person you're depending on in a business venture. You don't need to have them be the person that you're thinking about being your help. And I am tying this into Encanto one more time here. The end of the movie... We, the last song says this. The last song says this. Look at our home. We need a new foundation. That is a double entendre. We need a new foundation. That is a double meaning right there. It's saying, yeah, for one thing, the building we live in is a pile of ruins and we need to completely We need a doorknob. We'll get there. I'm getting there. We ain't there yet. That's a big point. Uh, it's talking about when your relationships are freshly forgiven, you need to build a whole new foundation in them. And we proceed to watch them build this new house all throughout the seasons. How long does it take to build a house? According to how many people are helping and how often you take a break. Even with the amount of people shown in this movie, I'm assuming that it took a couple months to build this house. Maybe not. I'm assuming. There was no magic involved. Maybe not. They build a church in a day. Well, they need to get a whole new foundation. That takes a minute to get. <laughs> they, they use those words. But basically, my point is this. It's going to take time... To fully forgive someone. 
to fully welcome them back into your life, even if you're talking to them every day, I'm going to assume it's going to take at least two months. But that's a low end for most issues that you're going to have. You're going to have to keep on saying, I forgive you day after day. Thank you. Thank you for the background music. It's really helpful. <laughs> it's really helpful. <laughs> okay, so we get to the end of that. And finally, we get to the part that you're laughing at. When it Yeah, so at this point, once you have rebuilt your foundation, you can create the entryway into this new life. Boom. With a doorknob. You go in, you turn the doorknob, you step in, and you can step into a restored life and relationship. Boom. The depths of Disney movies. Disney movies are deep. <laughs> they're not all they're not all sins, people, okay? Not all Disney movies are sinful. <laughs> you know what Disney movie is sinful? The curse of the Black Pearl. Okay, all right, look, we're talking about forgiveness today. We're talking, and honestly, Toy Story talks about forgiveness too. Toy Story goes deep into forgiveness and learning how to work with people. Buzz and Woody win. Yeah, not even, I'm not even talking about Jesse. I'm talking about Buzz and Woody. Come on, (laughs) man. (laughs) Oh. What? You two look so alike. Oh. <laughs> you both look fairly sweepy. <laughs> okay, this is a mess. <laughs> but yeah, okay, yeah. These are biblical principles being shown. Uh, this is what's really going on in the world right now. There. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll get to Russia next week. Uh, and by the way, that's a joke, people. We're not talking about Russia next week. <laughs> I may talk to you guys about dating again. I don't know. Why would you do that? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, anyway. Next week, we're actually going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kidding again. But anyway, thank you all for tuning in. I think we're about ready to wrap up here, honestly. Uh, Always forgive people. Realize relationships take time to rebuild. This is a biblical principle that we need to take our time. Because Joseph uh, forgave his brothers and then proceeded to live with them for several years. And then finally we hear about the actual scene of reconciliation and forgiveness. Um... There's plenty of other biblical examples for this. And there's plenty of other angles we can take here. Um, I actually had every intention of like doing some psychological analysis on these people on top of just the biblical thing. But, yeah. You're not a psychologist. No, but there is this you thing that I noticed where... From TikTok like me. No, I'm, there is this thing I read about dysfunctional families. And you got your degree from YouTube. I'm basing this on an actual psychology class I took in a college classroom. And anyway. YouTube. 
Because I didn't take any psychology classes in college. Yeah, uh, what happened there? Yeah, you did. I know. I was being sarcastic. Okay, yeah. You were mean to me the other day. Anyway. <laughs> but, point is this. In dysfunctional families, there's a bunch of different roles that kids play. If you look at it, you can actually see every single one of those roles played out in a different character in the movie. There's like... The protector who believes they have to be the strong one and take care of everybody. Who's that? Uh, there's the one who is actually <laughs> labeled the golden child syndrome. Isabella, she's your the boyfriend. Per- she's the perfect golden child. There's the scapegoat, which everyone is pretty well aware of. Mirabel. Yeah. Uh, so you can look through and you can actually find all of them. It's a pretty cool little thing to. Little side note there. Uh, Whoa. My point is this. Uh, two things. We need to forgive people. It's a really big deal. It's in the Bible. And if you want someone to explain it way better than me, uh, you can go listen to like the last three Sunday morning sermons uh, on the Harvest House podcast. My dad is explaining it pretty well on there. <laughs> There's a lot of different things you can look at there. The last two have been on forgiving yourself. Yeah. And you are having fun with this. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can look into. And I've heard a lot of people say I get sermons from everywhere. So you can even get podcast topics with spiritual significance from YouTube comments. On videos from Disney movies. That's a secondary point. So yeah, uh, if you watch movies with your brain turned on, you can actually learn a thing or two. I I joked about Spider-Man No Way Home, but my mom was watching it and said it felt like a deeply spiritual experience in some ways. So there there were some deep spiritual things to pull from there. So. Nice. <laughs> Maybe I'll get her on next week to talk about No Way Home and you guys can actually take the week off. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. With great power, must come, there must also come great responsibility. With too many Spider-Man movies, you have to change up the quote. Actually, that was the original quote from the original comic book. There must also come great responsibility. <laughs> uh... Anyway, we're not going to get into spoiler territory for that movie to mess things up for you. So, uh, you all have a good day. We'll talk to you again next week. Air Jane dies. No, she doesn't. No, she does. <laughs> good night, everybody.